0: Welcome to Good Morning Southeast Iowa. I'm your host Dave Johnson and today we're going to talk about the biggest thing going on in Southeast Iowa and that's the harvest. I'm here with Corwin Henshaw of Henshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa. Corwin uh, thanks for coming.
1: Hey thank you Dave appreciate it.
0: I'm just going to let you run with the ball you know the harvest is underway. It's uh, September 21st today. Yes. So how's it going and And what are you hearing? Well, I think it's got a good
1: start, and a lot of guys started early this year because we had some tornado damage here in this area, not as much as the Sigourney area had, but the tornado damage has got a lot of this corn down, and so you want to pick that as dry as you can with the ground as dry as it is because it's hard to get those stalks to come into the corn head when it's wet. So a lot of guys have started picking their worst down corn right now, and then they'll move into their better corn after they probably uh, cut their soybeans and harvest them. Uh, I think it's going to be a good crop except for this down corn, and that isn't a huge majority of the crop in this area is down. Most of it's standing good, Uh, but the corn that's standing good, I think, is going to be a bumper crop this year in this area. So we've been really fortunate. And the beans are looking good. We've had good weather for the beans. We've had plenty of rain here. Uh, it seemed dry at times, but just when we thought we needed a rain, we got it here. So we're setting in probably a golden spot here in southeast Iowa.
0: Yeah, this part of the state. Uh, I, I drove up uh, to Washington the other day. and went to Talleyrand and turned right. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of corn uh, already picked there. Yeah, they're way ahead. They're
1: they're always ahead of us uh, north of here. I don't know why it is. It just seems uh, sort of the nature of the beast that uh, that area just across the river on the north side of the
0: Skunk River is a little advanced over where we are down here. And there was a lot lot of corn down up like by Sigourney and north of Sigourney and Wachir area. I saw quite a bit of, you know, it's just weird. You know, there's a couple of rows where it's not down and then there's a lot of rows where it is down and. A lot worse up in that area than here. I I was
1: up there here about uh, a few days after that uh, tornado hit, and and we didn't get the damage here. It looks like our damage stopped about uh, the Packwood Road or the Pleasant Plain Road south on Highway 1, which is about uh, three to four miles south of Richland. It seemed like it stopped there, and there isn't much damage on south of that. But from north of that on up to the Sigourney area, uh, Keswick, Kinross, that area looks like it really got hit. Um, So are you hearing any yield numbers on the good standard? I haven't heard. I've only heard of uh, one number around 220 bushel, which is real good. But nowadays, these guys are talking 250 to to upwards of 300 bushel of the acre. So Uh, There's just not enough harvested in this area that I've had any of my customers come in and say, here's what I just ran a test and here's what it made. Did
0: uh, how Compared to the other parts of the state, and I know you don't see it all, but you think we're ahead or behind the schedule down here?
1: I I think we're ahead of schedule as far as uh, the the crop harvest because uh, they were later up there in northern Iowa like they always are every year. But also, they didn't get the rains, and that was extreme drought area in northwest Iowa and north central Iowa.
0: Yeah, that's where my dad lives.
1: So I don't think the yields are going to be real good there. Uh, So they might be uh, uh, getting started right now harvesting, but uh, again, I think they're going to be short on the yield.
0: What are you seeing in the weather? Do you you think the weather's been favorable? Oh,
1: the weather's been very favorable. In fact, if anything, it's a little too dry. Um, In the fall, though, that's not all bad because it's nice to get this harvest in with a dry ground. So uh, all the equipment works better when it's dry than when it's wet and when you're trying to plow through a field harvesting in wet weather. So I think it's uh, been really good here. So
0: optimal growing weather without, you know, if you was able to skip the, the bad wind. You're really looking at a pretty good, pretty good harvest this year. Oh, I think very
1: good. I think that the harvest this year will go smooth as silk, and uh, it remains to be seen. But with guys getting started this early, and I feel like that this is about a week ahead of where we normally start. But again, I think that down corn had a lot to do with that.
0: Is, what's the weather forecast like? Is there
1: no, I haven't heard the the uh, far out forecast. The the close up forecast is nothing but good weather, uh, nice uh, fall weather, which I just love. You know, when it's uh, eighty degrees in the day and gets down in the fifties at night. And it's, that, it's, now it's down in the forties at night and uh, in the seventies during the
0: day, which is just awesome. I, I really like the fall. <laughs> it's, it's so uh, I've seen all the all every, all the crops I've seen harvested are corn where's the, What's the bean outlook like
1: uh, I th- well, just my observation is beans look outstanding and and the wind doesn't hurt beans as much as it does corn, oh. needless to say, because the beans are low to the ground and and they're bushed up and they help each they help the uh, next plant stand. So I think the bean harvest is going to be great, and it's ready to start and has in some areas. I've seen a field see here the field? and there. But uh, Yeah,
0: I've seen some fields that look like they were real close to being ready to
1: harvest. Yeah, they're ready. I see just south of town here on uh, John Adrian's got some uh, ground right at the county line, Jefferson County line, and it's uh, it's ready to cut right now.
0: Well, it's, uh, is there uh, any, anything else? Could you tell us a little bit about... Uh, tr- Hinshaw Trailer Sales. Well, Henshaw Trailer Sales uh,
1: started back in 1963. My father was in the racehorse business, and he wanted to get a trailer himself when uh, people first started looking at using trailers instead of trucks. And there was a load of trailers went through, and a bearing went out on the flatbed trailer hauling them. And he said, I'll make you an offer on that load. And they said, we'll take it. And he got in the trailer business. And then in, by 1976, it was just more of a hassle for him because... People were saying, oh, get me one, get me one. And it was never uh, pushed real hard by him. He was just uh, keep staying in the business to get his own trailers at cost to haul his horses. He said, I started uh, farming in 76. And he said, hey, we don't have any hogs or cattle. Why don't you take over that trailer business? So we had about three trailers sitting back here in the weeds. And uh, I bought those trailers and started selling trailers. And uh, that was in 1976. So this is my... 45th year heading into 46th year of selling trailers and we have we sell them all over the United States and especially this year because trailers are in short supply because of COVID, products aren't getting here to the country, steel's not getting here, uh, trailer jacks, tires, wheels, so on and so forth, couplers and also it's hard to keep employees. Uh, employees just aren't coming back after they got uh, the money from the government. Uh, they don't go back to work. And so that being said, it's been hard to get trailers. And I'm a year out. If I sold you a trailer today, you'd be a year uh, getting the trailer. And uh, that being said, though, we've had a great, we've had a great year of selling trailers, And uh, people have uh, called us from all over the country. And I was mentioning where we've sold. We've sold to uh, uh, Ashford, Ashford, Florida. A- raster florida ashford connecticut um just uh, north of san francisco we sold one just south of seattle washington we sold one to northern michigan northwest arkansas and so lafayette louisiana and that is just because of the internet and the lack of trailers all over the united oh, right. states
0: they, they well you sold me find... one uh, earlier this year or late last year this is the best thing I ever had. I mean, that dark horse trailer you sold me, I had not a lick of problem. It holds so smooth and handles all my needs, and uh, I, uh, I probably it's probably worth more than what I paid for it today. Oh, oh to- totally. We probably had uh, two to three raises since
1: you bought it. And a lot of customers will say, I want to trade in a trailer that's, say, five or ten years old. And they'll say what it's worth, and I said, in, in good condition, it's worth what you gave for it. Yeah. Because they have just gone up that much. Well, and, the, the
0: economy can't grow without trailers. No. And, I it, mean, businesses can't grow and no. farms can't expand. Everything, you know, you need these trailers. Yeah, it's, it's a storage on wheels.
1: And it's, uh, every fall we rent a lot of trailers out for parents uh, taking their kids back to school. And then the spring they rent a trailer from us to bring
0: the kids home from school. You... uh You know, a lot of people sell trailers, but you got the reputation for selling good trailers, quality trailers. Everything associated with InShaw trailers, anyone I've ever talked to, it's quality. If I want a quality trailer, I go see Corwin. Well, I appreciate that. We've just been doing it 45 years, and there
1: must have been a reason that we did it 45 years, and that's because we offer service after the sale. We offer service to the trailer, whether we sold it or we didn't sell the trailer. And we try and keep the customer happy by selling him what we think he needs.
0: You know, your story reminds me of another guy, Doug Dickey. Do you you know Doug? Oh, yeah. I mean, his dad had that oil business and Mm they did trucks, but it wasn't all the things that he did. You know, you took a family business and expanded it and kept it going for decades. And he did the same thing. And uh, I'm proud to know both of you. you guys are really fine men that keep this community going and I sure appreciate your your uh, talking with us about the harvest and uh, can we come back and talk with you again a few more times during oh the- you bet I'd,
1: gl- I'd be glad to I uh, I enjoy talking about the harvest I enjoy talking about the customers come in here that's doing the harvesting I stopped farming in 2005 it was either give up the the uh, farming or, or give up the trader business and I didn't want to give up the trader business so I gave up the farming. I still own some land. And I still rent the land out, and so I'm still associated with farming and uh, enjoy it. And it it's the lifeblood of my business. Without farming, uh, this business wouldn't be here.
0: Well, when I was thinking about getting someone to do the harvest report, I was looking for someone with uh, with a personality, and you definitely have that. But I also thought, well, who's going to talk to more farmers than Corwin? You know what I mean? So you're the. I mean, that's what you need is someone that's got the, the farmers' ear and. So this is the first uh, Southeast Iowa harvest report. I hope you enjoyed it. Stay tuned and we'll have some more. You got anything else
1: to say, Corwin? No, I just, other than I just had a call from uh, Indiana the other day and uh, asked the gentleman how the harvest was going out there. And he said, yeah, we're just getting a good start. And uh, it seems to be uh, going along real well just for the beginning anyway.
0: All right. Well, this is a terrific report. Thanks, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll get back with you on this uh, harvest business as soon as we can. Thanks a lot.